a super important podcast about hair. Question mark. Featuring Ryan Teal and Stephen Adams as your co-hosts. Let's begin. We're we're really just sitting here waiting for Ryan Teal. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be here joining us. That's what I spend most of my life doing. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for Ryan Teal. I'm always waiting for Ryan. I thought he's more of a a Ryan Robbins egg. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, this is how we run our super important podcast in a really legitimate way. Yeah. We always kind of like... It has a very direct start. Always a very, (laughs) very direct, boring start. Yeah. And we want to make sure that it's like, you know... It's super important. It's been super important. <laughs> the start is super important. The, 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 the start is by far the most important. And well, we have an important looking setup, definitely. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. As long as it's looking important, then it's like. You guys should do a awesome. YouTube. Since you have this setup, well, now, we do you have a YouTube. Do, like, have this be like the setup for the YouTube. That'd be so cool. That would be cool. Maybe we will use it. I'll, we usually record everything and then put it up on onto our YouTube channel. Yeah, I think I saw one with uh, the one with Gordon. You guys sitting yes. together and yep. doing that one. <clears throat> That was at, uh, where was that one? Premiere. Was that a show That was at Premiere, right. actually. Yeah, we did that one. We did one with Oscar Bond that oh, yeah. same weekend. And uh, let's see. Yeah, we've done a bunch of them. Ben listens to like every single I listen to podcast. many, many podcasts. Yeah. Hair yeah. and comedy and other Hair and comedy. Nice. I mostly <laughs> listen to murder. And the murder. local sports. <laughs> if we ever stay in Airbnb, I always know when... He's in the shower because you can uh, hear the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, as, as in every single episode, uh, it starts exactly the same way, just like this. And oh I know gosh. that because I work here. <laughs> I work here at Super Important Podcast Inc. Uh, so, what do you think, Jake? I don't know. I'm excited. We've had a good time, and we're in Minnesota right now, so we're f- frozen solid. Mm-hmm. It's been a super killer weekend, though, so far. Stephen is a very good host. I mean, when we were in Georgia and you're talking about things that you want to do in Minnesota, saying like, oh, we should go ice fishing. I was like, oh, yeah, we should do that. But in my mind, I was like, we're never going to do that. There's no way we're going to go ice fishing in Minnesota. Within an hour (laughs) of being in Minnesota, we're drilling a hole in a lake that we're standing on. Holding a fishing pole, a tiny fishing pole. Tiny fishing pole. Better than the locals. Oh, yeah, the locals were like, oh, it took us 30 minutes to drill that hole. And then Chelsea just like... You know, buckles down in like a uh, <laughs> some in a hardcore squat yeah. position. Like she does a what is it called? Like a goblet squat position. <laughs> and then she just drills that hole in literally five seconds. I, y'all did most of the work. I just finished it. I didn't even think about the fact that we're kind of like drilling a hole in ice that we are standing around. We're like hurt. We're weakening <laughs> the ice around where we're standing when there are five other holes yeah. drilled in a circle from all these local local uh, young. Young fishing gentleman. Folk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just red uh, lipstick. Ryan is Russian on. red. Ryan. I see, I see a picture Ryan. of Ryan. I'm Ryan. on. Hey. Oh, oh, there he is, everybody. Hello. Whoa. Can you guys hear him? Again? Where'd he can go? you guys we can. hear him? We can. Yeah, I can hear him. Wow, this is pretty legit. Like, where are you, where are you at? We're we, um, <laughs> in a warehouse. We're I'm in stuck. The, in the newly christened studios. Yeah, we're back in my studio. I got ridiculous and decided that if we're going to do a podcast that we should maybe try to at least, at least look legit. 
Yeah. Not, 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 none of this shit's actually working. <laughs> we don't know if it's we actually going We don't even know if it's anything. actually going on, but we decided we'd try to be legit. It doesn't it's not even cool. plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually is. So we what are... was the setup like before? What were you guys using before uh, this? Just the computer. Oh, okay. And just the, <laughs> the internal microphone from yeah. the computer? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We were like going, well, that was legit. Where are you in your home, Ryan? That looks like the shower curtain behind yeah. you. <laughs> it's, it's my studio. It's my studio. Oh, okay. You're not in the bathroom. Uh. No, I was. That's why I had That's to right, go. You're like, oh, God, give me a few minutes. It was taco, it was taco night. <laughs> Ryan's going to be fine. I was up until like 3.30 in the morning, so that I completely forgot that we had the podcast. What were you doing? Uh, working. Until 3.30 in the morning? Yeah, I do lots of clients. I'm kidding. I'm bartending. Oh, okay. I was like, well, you work at like Chippendales now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a bouncer at Chippendales now. Yeah, yeah I'm, glad, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you cut your hair, Jack. Oh, thanks. I'm just uh, yeah. trying that, to copy Well, you. at least I, I know that the one, the one good thing you can do is, is grow your hair back. That's like the one thing you know how to do well. <laughs> is wait. Is sit and let time do its thing. Growing. Totally, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean you, can, you can buy like, like um, viewers on Instagram and shit. How's moonlighting as the JCPenney Santa in the bar, bad part of town going? <laughs> it's kind of tough this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, he just, you know it's not crazy. He just waits in the parking lot telling kids to sit in his lap. And everyone's like, oh, that's the thing. That's just <laughs> all year round. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to, to be anywhere near kids. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm on, remember this website it's called Megan's Law? <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so. Where are you in Kentucky? I am in Kentucky right now, yeah. What bar, if, if listeners want to come and be, like, patrons of, of you at the bar, what bar should they come and see you? Uh, I probably wouldn't divulge that. I'm kidding. Um, I <laughs> am uh, – <laughs> what's funny is I'm, I'm a bartender at a bowling alley. Oh, really? Nice. Wow. My two favorite. We yeah. just – yeah, we just did that. Yeah, we just went bowling yesterday. We did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am a bartender at a bowling alley, and I made, like, maybe four um, white Russians last night. And I was like – do you realize how ironic that it is that, that yeah, that, you know, like we're you're making literally stuff. working a real life Big Lebowski situation? Exactly, and I was like, "Well, we should put a human toe in it." That's amazing. <laughs> Ryan yeah. is the dude. He's the dude to me. He is the dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's let's talk less about me and more about you. Okay. <laughs> what, what do you guys What do you guys think about me? <laughs> <laughs> well. What do we think about you, Ryan? <laughs> the truth is, Ryan, I don't. <laughs> Thank you. <for> that. <laughs> That's weird because I think about you every day in the shower. <laughs> when you're when you're like, I need to get this cleaned. I should call Jake. He hasn't been doing his job. <laughs> no, I do. Th I, Ryan, I think that I, I I say this all the time. Uh, whenever I've had you guys like in an audience in class or something like that, I always say, take the opportunity to tell everybody that I do think of you as like a mentor of mine. You know. Not even blowing smoke. And I said, you don't need to say that. I was just kidding. I say we, the we same thing joking. for Steven, though. <laughs> and about Derek, about like people that I've looked up to or like looked to for advice when it comes to like things about our industry. And I mean, for you specifically, technical skill and stuff when we've had classes from you and like, you know, giving me di like ideas of things I could do with hair that I didn't even like realize that I could do. Learning about fried cheese and other things like that that you taught us how to make with like doing avant garde wigs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, exactly. And then. Uh, Steven oh. and Derek a lot about salon ownership and like you know how to not 
freak out and just like burn your salon to the ground because you're frustrated all the time. <laughs> I got that from, <laughs> from them. I, I like them. to do that every couple of weeks. Yeah, that's why he said four locations in Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> the first three were burned down. <laughs> Collecting oh. that insurance money. I was like, don't tell the insurance company. No, no, no don't tell the well, insurance company. Well, thank you. That makes me feel really good. If I, if I still had feelings and they weren't all covered up with booze, I probably <laughs> would, would try it right now. <laughs> you're like, I'm just fighting the shakes, you know, day in, day out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you could make it though. This is awesome. Yeah. It's really great, and I, I think it's kind of funny that we're actually kind of like Leg- a legitimate podcast. Now. Maybe kind of. Uh, we've always been legitimate. I feel bad that I'm not there. Like I feel like a I feel like a piece of shit that I didn't make it out there for this. Well, I mean, you're you would, took time out of out of the bathroom to get on the <laughs> to get on the screen. Yeah. You're here. So, that's you're good. Here. You're here. I, I was like jokingly said like oh is he gonna Skype in and Stephen was like yeah he is and I was like oh that's awesome <laughs> and it is working out like are you are you able to see the inception of you like on here like you can yeah, see yeah, the screen kind of, of you behind us it's kind of weird like I kind of want to like change positions or something so <laughs> it's like it's like when you FaceTime on the phone and all I can do is like stare at the thing of me and like why, why do I look so strange I'm supposed to be looking at them exactly you gotta be able to find your angles yeah there we go. That looks a little better. Here, and I'll change my light a little bit. There we go. Nice. That's well, better. Jake, since you're here, why don't you introduce your team that's with you? Oh, yeah. And so we can get to know everybody a little bit and just kind of like tell us a little story after. Introduce everybody, and then each of you guys tell a little five-minute story about yourself. About yourself? Okay. So um, I'm Jake, but I'll introduce uh, my, my teammates, my colleagues here first. The, to my right, your left is <laughs> is Ben or your inception whichever yeah, yeah, you look which, at wherever you're looking at this is Ben White um he's a hairdresser one of the first people I ever saw cut with a razor when I was in hair school he was a guest artist and that was my first introduction to Ben um and then we've kind of been friends since then we were doing hair in Atlanta together and I've recently convinced him to quit where he was working and come in and work with us which has been which has been great for us uh and then to my left is Chelsea she and I went to hair school together, um, and then, so we've known each other coming up on like 12 years or something, and uh, now she took kind of a hiatus from hair for like half of that time, and then kind of got back into it, and I was lucky enough to catch her at a moment where she was looking for something new, and had her at the salon now for the last three years, and the three of us have been traveling all over the country, and, and this year all over the world, we've been asked to do a few international classes and stuff, just um, sharing our thoughts about haircutting and and um, yeah, like trying to help hairdressers figure out their their own way of cutting hair, showing them how we do things. So Ben, why don't you tell a, a five minute story specifically about yourself? Okay, someone start the clock. Go. <laughs> I'm watching it. I got the timer right here as I'm posting my Instagram story okay, about you. <laughs> yeah, no, I think many things that Jake said are true about me just now. Um, I would say <laughs> <laughs> many things are not. <laughs> I'd say. Uh, I played music my whole life growing up, and then um, eventually we got to the point where we decided we were not going to be famous rock and rollers, so we needed to get a real job and that type of thing, so just went to hair school. Um, Some of the guys in the band that I was in started dating girls that did hair, and so they kind of started using us as models and that type of thing, and so that's how I kind of got into it initially. But you yeah. haven't given up on your rock and roll dreams, though, I would say. That's I was say, I saw a video you guys playing the other night. That so. is true. I still have two bands that I um, do, um, you know, concurrently as 
same time as you we're doing here. You have some shameless promotion for the, for the bands right now. I have a Nirvana tribute band where I pretend I'm Kurt Cobain called Nameless Nameless. I'll say he does a phenomenal I was gonna, job of it. I thought you were wearing a wig is what I saw on your that video. That's correct, yeah. yes. So you were like, <clears throat> you look like Kurt Cobain. And that's yeah. the crossover of your hairdressing skills and, <laughs> and that. Because you made that wig. Did you not like color that wig and do everything to yeah, make that yeah, wig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Lenika built it for me and she taught me how to build it. And then I, I have since kind of like dismantled it and rebuilt it as it gets sweaty and gross and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, we, I colored it and cut it. And so it's real hair. Even so when people come up and say, is that real hair? Then I say, yes. <laughs> it's not my hair. <laughs> I, own, I own the hair. It, it is, is my real way. hair. You Did know, you learn some I of those skills it. from Ryan Teal? No, I With did not, wig. but I would, love, I would be you happy to. Too. He's a great wig guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that was like the first like, introduction I had to Ryan. Was, uh, so speaking of Nirvana and Kurt Cobain, I mean, like, speaking of Nirvana and Kurt Cobain, are you, are you a fan of Nirvana, or do you just cover Oh, yes. Major, you are. massive, crazy, obsessed, weirdo fan. Um, I first got into it when I was like 11 years old. That was like 1992, one or two. And then... Because I, I was right in it when it was happening. I never got to see them live, yeah. but I've seen almost every video. I've, I'm sure I have seen every video that they have on YouTube. I've seen every show that they, they posted. Anytime anybody posts a new crazy one that they found, found deep in the ether, I'll watch the whole thing. And, and that's a pretty we, hilarious thing that you do, I think, at shows is that he'll – like, oh, they're going to play at, like, a sort of a sports bar where everyone's going to know Smells Like Teen Spirit and you only play deep cuts that, like, no one has ever heard besides you and other like, real Nirvana fans. Yeah, I was going to say, what is your favorite Nirvana song? Wow, it's so hard, but... Um, got to choose one. I think my favorite one is called I Hate Myself and I Want to Die. Which album is <laughs> that on? It's a B-side off of in, the In Utero session. Yep. It didn't make it onto the record. They originally were going to call the record that In Utero, the last one. Um, but then they... Um, they changed it because Walmart wouldn't sell that or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so what's your favorite album? What's your favorite Nirvana album? In Utero. And if you say anything other than Bleach, I'm gonna I'm getting off the phone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> In I mean, Utero is the best one to me. Is that uh, the first one or something? No, it's the last one. The last one they made with Steve Albini um, in Minnesota, actually. They did. They did. Make yeah, it. yeah. Does, they yeah. made it in Cannon Falls at um, and. They spent probably like, I don't know, it's like six months here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that's amazing, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm heavy into that record uh, just because of how polished everything was on Nevermind. They wanted to come and use Steve Albini, this kind of like legendary punk guy, and they just did everything way more beat. raw. Yeah, yeah, just way Steve more raw. Beat. It's awesome. So when, when we play, we, we actually, like, I go very, very deep into it, and I, I have, like, all the same guitars um, that he had. I modify them exactly the same way that he did. I, like, wear the same outfits that they wore on certain days and stuff like that. And so you're just, channeling them, actually. Totally. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's so lame to be in a tribute band, really, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually pretty cool. Like, do you, do you shoot heroin as well? I have not started yet, but <laughs> <laughs> you should look into that. That's, yeah, that would take it to I the next level. Good. I do try to be <laughs> as <laughs> we went down heroin alley the other day. Yeah, yeah, we do try to be as authentic as possible in every single way. So he's even he's right-handed and recently switched to playing left-handed guitar to be more like Kurt Cobain as well. That is right. I brag on Ben a lot for for doing things like that. 
because I always say that he's like kind of that friend that when he tries to do like that one friend that tries to do anything and then he's just good at doing it right away. Right. And he's like, oh, he's playing left-handed. Yes. Well, I guess this is right-handed guitar. <laughs> See, that's how well I play guitar. I'm like left-handed guitar, and he just flips, and then he can just do it all of a sudden, which is crazy. I just have like a an obsessive way of being in certain certain aspects like that. That's I think that's cool. Yeah, that's. I think that's cool. Yeah, and our um, other friend Matt, who's like our business partner in the salon, is a drummer. So he is Dave Grohl in the band, and he even like wears like there's like a shirt that has. Um, Michael Jackson. Young yeah. Michael Jackson on it that Dave Grohl wore that you can't even find anymore. So um, a girl that we know named Julie is like a she draws really well. So she literally just like drew this really amazing like realistic version of it on the shirt, and he'll wear that for the shows and everything. Grew his hair out to look like Dave Grohl now too. Yeah, oh we go God. we go pretty hard. All we have all their exact instruments, all the cymbals and drums are exactly the same ones that he had and stuff. We go pretty hard. I was gonna say that's pretty <laughs> intense. That's very yeah, it is. Great. And I, I think I think Dave Grohl was what like needs to stop singing and get back behind the drum kit anyways. I, I think that he was the best with that band. There's yeah, a, I would agree. And I would agree. There's like a show called the, it's like a new Muppet show that was on. That is like, <laughs> it's like it's an so adult it. version of the Muppets where it's like the, like the office, but instead of the hmm. office characters, it's the Muppets. And Dave Grohl has a drum off with Animal on that show. <laughs> oh, nice. It's so good. Like, you should definitely check it out if you wanted to see Dave Grohl drumming. And that's why I always like, compare Matt in the band to Animal, the drummer from Muppets. And that was like, it's so perfect to see that. Which is funny, because that's not Matt's, that's not Matt's like, personality whatsoever. I've behind never the drums, drum. I see he is like that. <laughs> behind, behind the, the drums, drums he is like that, yeah. Oh, man. All right, who is this to your left? This is Chelsea uh, Sanders. I always say <laughs> Chelsea Morgan, because her middle name is Morgan, and I like just like use that as her last name a lot, I feel like. Do you but, know her social security your number? Name. We got her middle name. Social security number, her home address is this. Her a list of her fears. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us a little about yourself. Uh, but funny story, how I met Ryan. Uh, I was a hair model for him in a class with Jake, and he brought like a whole bottle of wild turkey in, and I just remember you drinking that and then cutting my hair, which is awesome. <laughs> I remember him being, mad, him being mad that like someone had drank too much of it too. <laughs> He's like, yeah. "Where's was it, wild was turkey? It wild, was it wild turkey? Yeah, yeah I remember because we were afraid it was going to eat through these styrofoam yeah. cups that you had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, but my hair. How was the haircut? It was good. It was good. It was good. Okay. Better okay, than good. I've, I've had in previous ones. Was that Not serious? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It, me and uh, Alia were both there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that was better. fun. I remember that. That was Got fun. the Phoenix yeah. look. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, so I did not know I wanted to do hair. I actually went to college and played softball for a year and a half. I was a catcher. Uh, power lifter, as Jake likes to put it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hardcore <laughs> squat. I did. I could squat like 350 pounds. Um, and wow. Then I, I can barely get up out of this chair half the time. <laughs> I'm pretty obsessive when it comes to like things I like put my mind to, but I thought that being in college and playing softball was a job I didn't get paid for, and I wasn't up for that because I like money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it I, makes life easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I quit, and I was still in college, and I was in arts, like taking art classes, and I just looked into doing makeup and hair, and I just dropped out of college and went to Paul Mitchell, and that's where I met Jake. And then after I graduated, after probably three years of being in hair school, which is way over <laughs> the time. A long time to get your hours. That's yeah. a long time. They <laughs> let was, you 
Get she lives so far away from the school that she was driving like two hours to get there at 8 a.m. Yeah. And at the time, if you, at this particular Paul Mitchell, they were like really strict about if you got there past 8.15, there'd be a red dot on the door. You could not come in to get yeah. your hours. Oh, seriously. So it's like she's driving from the mountains in Georgia all the way to the city. So much so that she's literally falling asleep in the yeah, car driving sometimes. Like, had to pull over and sleep on the side of the road sometimes because <laughs> yeah. she's just exhausted. Narcolepsy while driving. Yeah. And I was a bartender at the time, too. So I was staying up late and then going to school. And then I had another job at a hair salon that I hated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was but bad. she made it through. I did. I finally, finally made it through. And then I worked at a couple of salons. I just didn't, it didn't work out. And there wasn't a drive for education like I wanted. And I didn't know how to go about getting the education that I needed and so I would get asked to be a hair model with Jake and that's how I got my early on education was actually being a model and listening and trying to figure out how they were holding the hair on my own head. Um, yeah you can only listen <laughs> yeah. to the hair model. you don't get exactly. to actually watch. Yeah and so after about four or five years I went back into doing hair and I was bartending at the same time and I was really frustrated and I text Jake and I was like I'm just going to pick your brain. This is like way out of the blue, but if you know of any jobs available, I'm trying to get back into doing hair. And he was like, actually, I need an assistant. And if you would like, you can come work with, oh, come and work with me. And I said, yes, I would love to do that. The funny thing about that is that like a week prior to that, mm -hmm. I taught class in San Francisco and a student in the class was a friend of Chelsea's, like randomly, like that I had never met before. And she said to me that you were that you were maybe looking for like a place to work. And I hadn't seen you in forever. Yeah. Even though after I left the mastery, she worked at the mastery I too. Did. With Matt and Monica, and Monica and I went to hair school together as well. Yeah, so it was like a big full circle thing. Right. And that's correct. That's where Ryan, we met Ryan. I was gonna say yeah. Ryan taught at the mastery for a long time. Yeah. Did, yeah, that was that was fun. I, I loved the idea the idea of the mastery. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, the execution needed more work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard that. That was the issue. Like, you know, because I was like one of the, the cutting teachers at the mastery. And with the word like the mastery, you would think that I would have, have like mastered doing that at that point. But this was this is nine years ago or right. something like that. Or eight years ago, maybe. Yeah. Like it was 2011. Yeah. It was we right were, before I met you. Yeah, when we were doing that. And I think I was probably better suited for like an assistant educator position or something at the time. Like I really felt like I was... I got a lot of what I think is my really hardcore training by teaching there because they brought in Wayne, who was yep. the assassin guy that I, he was there, you know, every other week basically. And I was just doing models with him and, right. and teaching next to him and stuff. And then they brought in Ryan, they brought in uh, Herman Colt. Yeah, I was going to uh, say Herman. Yeah. I think DJ was yeah. in there. Yeah, I mean, so many good like... people came through there as like guest artists for these students but it actually was also like an education for me. Right. I was sort of like their in-house cutting teacher during the day, uh, and then I would take clients as well, do models with Wayne. I mean, it was like an insane amount of work at the time because Wayne was so incredibly particular that I would just do like 30 models a week, take clients, and teach class. But, yeah, that was really when I feel like I started hardcore training. I mean, I had done like a few of those, like uh, gone and done like the ABCs at Sassoon, did like the creative class there one other time, and... I had some training from a guy named William DeRitter. You ever, you ever meet that guy? I don't think I ever met William. Do you he know him? He was like a Paul Brian? Mitchell kind of guy out of Belgium. That was a really crazy style. But I, I, because I worked at Asani, at Paul Mitchell School yep. there, I got a couple classes from him too. But it wasn't until the mastery that I was lucky enough to be kind of thrown into this group of like really, really good experienced people that were kind of coming in and out of there. So right. that was a good start. And, and, you know, you never really did. You never really did end up taking us to the Claremont. 
No. What? Really? You haven't been? I haven't been. I have not no, been either. Every time, every time we go, you're like, hey, let's go. I'm like, where's the strip club with all the old strippers? And like, you have never taken me. Well, Every you know time that, I've gone, it's been closed. Well, it is often like closed and had construct. Well, they just redid the hotel above that. It's oh, they perfect. Did. So yeah. for anybody who's listening that doesn't know what the Claremont Lounge is, that, <laughs> it's not Tiffany's Lounge. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, a like an old strip club that was in the. It was an abandoned hotel. I mean, like yeah. complete flop house abandoned hotel. That in the basement of it was this. I would you say it's a strip club, but it's like a bar with one stage behind the bar, and all the strippers there, you know, they've been stripping there since you know the Federal Reserve Act of like 1913 or whatever. So <laughs> they were there during prohibition. Yeah, they were like, oh, I remember the gold standard, and people like literally were throwing bullion up here. <laughs> right. Bullion, or is that soup? What am I trying to say? I with don't that? know. De gold doubloons. Bullion, doubloons. That's close. But yeah, so it has like some like literally eighty year old strippers. I haven't yeah. had a lap dance from a woman maybe in her seventies there that was dressed like Little Bo Peep. Is it Dolly? And she had light up like these crazy light up rings on and a Little Bo Peep outfit. I was actually there with Lucy Dowdy. I'm sure she would love me. <laughs> I know. Oh, and so we'll I know, send this to yeah, her. Yeah. I uh, bought her a dance from Little Bo Peep, and I, you know, I was working for her at the time. And then she turns to me and she's like, "There's no way that I'm doing the dance, and you're gonna have to do it, or you're out of here." So <laughs> I get this dance. She starts it off by saying, "I'm old enough to be your grandmother." And then she lifts up her Little Bo Peep skirt and just like shows me the face of God. <laughs> it's pretty horrifying. And you know, I've always, I've always been offended because you took, you took Lucy, but you never took us. I was always offended. Well, by there's it. always the the opportunity to go, even though it's slightly not as cool anymore because didn't you yeah. just went. I just went like over And the Christmas. strippers were like young and good looking. There's a lot like, of younger girls now, but they're still like the old and goodies. Like they can still do the goodies. Tricks. Yeah, there's still yeah, they're one good. that can um, well, ha- put a PVR can on a stool and then make it disappear. Yeah, she yeah I heard up. about her. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> yeah. I saw um, one is, is that is that really cool is that really cool thrift store still there? The one that, that um, I bought that shirt that says, uh, my other ride is your mother. Is that where you oh. bought that shirt? I saw that shirt. Yeah. I was laughing my ass <laughs> off about that shirt. Which store was that? At uh, Ragarama? It's the, it's, yes. It's really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. probably Ragarama. Yeah, that's still there. All that kind of stuff. So the, the difference is they turned, they've redone the entire hotel now. And now it's like super swanky. It it's is. like really high-end hotel. Oh, wow. Are they There's trying like to make a, it all hipstery? Yeah, yeah for yes. sure. Yeah. It's all the gentrified now. The has like a two-way mirror. So when you're on the inside of it, you, you can can't see, see in. But when you're on the inside of the bathrooms, you can see everyone in the middle. Oh, okay. So, so it's like a one-way one mirror. One oh, way, yeah, one-way one way mirror. mirror. Sorry. Not two-way mirror. Yeah, when you're in the bathroom, everyone can just look in at you. It's great. It's called a window. Yeah, it's a void. The voyeur. Two-way mirror. <laughs> also known as a window. It's the voyeurism bathroom in the Claremont Hotel. Yeah. But there's like a rooftop bar so there I now. Think, like all fancy. I think that we should uh, we should switch the conversation slightly to uh, men's haircutting competition. In uh, Las Vegas? Yeah. The uh, the World's Men Haircutting Championship. Uh, where the, where if you win, you, you get to, to own a Triumph motorcycle. Uh, did anyone get the motorcycle? So No. I don't think so. This was a, a thing oh. called the world. Uh, it's such a, what a name to call something that you're like. That'd be like, 
you're, you're, you have no, no it's one like worldwide. It's like a super important podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, uh, it's than, not heavy-handed at all. <laughs> nobody from anywhere else in the world, first of all. The, the world's men haircutting championship. Only, like, people from, like, not a, men's. Few, it was a men's. few states. It was, is that what, uh, the, was it men or men's? The world's men haircutting championship? <laughs> I think that's what you were saying. It's men's, I think, is what men's. they put. Was but it what, was Peter Anthony? It was in the world, though, right? It was in the world. It was in the world. So it was a world's <laughs> men's championship. <laughs> but we, um, yeah, we like all got basically. You could compete in this just by asking if you wanted to. Like there was there was no requirements. I don't think besides like getting there and cutting some guy's hair while you were there. But um, you were a judge for that, right, Ryan? I was. I was. What was the it was tone? Horrible. So, <laughs> this, like, the, out, the outside tone of it was basically that we were just all provided random models to like cut on while like Ryan and Adam Federico and like Josh and uh, Hector. Uh, was it Derek? Was, was, was Derek one of the judges for that too? I know it was Hector. Uh, was Hector? Was Hector? You, Hector. Adam, um, Peter, Anthony, Josh. We're, <laughs> we're <laughs> Josh. And, 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 and then Tuesday, Tuesday was video. Oh yeah, and Tuesday it was there, and um, Travis. <laughs> was there too, but I was a competitor. Yeah, he I was. was but really, I was a competitor because I I had never been to Las Vegas and I really wanted to go and like hang out in Las Vegas with everybody. It was outside of the competition being like a complete just nonsensical <laughs> joke, but we had a lot of fun, I think, and we like made some some long lasting friendships. Out and of that. someone won a motorcycle. Nobody won the motorcycle. Apparently, no one won anything. I, have I, think, I think Peter Anthony has the motorcycle. Yeah, he's a guy, and the, he didn't even compete in the end. He's like who. I win the, the motorcycle because <laughs> I've just been the best man's hair cutter. And, and, uh, does he even do and, hair? And, and no, then, he doesn't. So. I don't know what he does. He's a, he since then, about. Adam Federico has never had a drink with me again. Really? He's like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, because we, we were at uh, Peter's house, and uh, he ended up drinking too much wine and threw up all over their living room oh and then God. all over their shrubs outside. I think I remember you telling me about oh, that, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. it was I, hilarious. I, do, I think Adam and I talked about that on one of the podcasts. <laughs> I, like, I will never drink with Ryan again. <laughs> no. He will. What are you drinking right now, Ryan? What's that? Mimosa. Mimosa? Uh, Mimosa. We had a, or Ben had a, a sake Bloody Mary this morning. I did. And is, it, one funny thing about Minnesota is that every Bloody Mary comes with a tiny beer. So that's yeah. exciting. Oh, they give you wow. a beer back to cleanse beer the back. palate. This is actually this is actually a redneck mimosa. It is champagne and Mountain Dew. Oh my! Hey. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I think that's the that's the go go juice from Honey Boo Boo yeah, as well. It is. It's the same thing that they have <laughs> to get her ready for those those pageants. Exactly. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you gotta brush your teeth after that. Just to get her real loose up there. <laughs> oh, oh my God. man! I can see you're really fitting in well in the South now. Yeah, I thought oh, that yeah. Kentucky yeah. was a great place yeah. for you. You look like you. Oh yeah, love it, it's love beard. it. Yeah. <laughs> the beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get you come back to Atlanta at some point. We could totally take. I you want to you real bad if you want. We'll definitely. I want you real bad. Should bring both of us. I, I mean, we can do. Yeah, that'd be great. Are you going to travel? I'll come and do an awesome stuff. We could pro- we could probably travel with the podcast yeah. stuff, can't? Especially now that but, we can. But have- who would we interview? We can do us again. We'll do a part yeah, we'll two. Do it in, yeah, part two <laughs> okay, in Atlanta, part two. in yeah. person. Would be sweet. I mean, there's, there's nobody else in Atlanta that I don't want to talk to. Just no kidding. Way. I love Atlanta. I think Atlanta's <laughs> well, there's a so great many, yeah. city. Yeah, Monica. Yeah, we can get Matt and Monica back in on it too. No. We have a thing. <laughs> we have a thing with Matt, Matt. Doesn't like to be shown on like any social media or anything like that. 
So we have a thing that we call the Wilson Protocol with Matt. Do you remember the show Home Improvement? Yeah. And then the neighbor's name was Wilson. And yeah, you never saw anything. only like, ever saw his eyes. Yeah. So if Matt is ever on the internet, we like, well, that's as much of his face that you'll ever see. is like the top of his eyebrow. I feel, I feel a little ba bad about Ben because as he's sitting here, and <laughs> I just realized um, this when I looked up, it's like. I'm covered right up. You're covered that. right up. <laughs> you want to switch for a little bit? The world needs care. to see so what? Face. Oh, <laughs> in, in our video, when there's a little box of you and um, and b both of us, and it's right on top of uh, can we drag Ben's it down? face. Oh, there he is. There it is. We can, I can drag it down. Hello. Move it a little. Oh, it don't, it don't matter. I don't, I don't care. Okay. So what? Okay. Drag it down. <laughs> Let the people see me. <laughs> it's like somebody right, watches Ryan, this anyway. It's like, oh, oh it's covering Ben's face. Right, yeah, it's fine. Like I can. <laughs> People watch this on TV? Maybe. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> Not really. They watch on YouTube TV. There you go. They, hey, we get there a, I we am. Have, we've had probably, I think, there's a few people that watch them on the, that watch it on the YouTube. Are you guys, where can people hear this podcast? Where, where did well, you can find this podcast on Spotify. Are we all okay. the, are ready to plugs right now? Um, no, not, well, <laughs> not yet, but soon. Yeah, Spotify, we're on uh, Apple Podcast, and we are also on Google Podcasts, okay. and... Yeah, like on everything. Just about. And Uport. Newport huh? Beach. Uport. 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 Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the after hours, but what happens... Uh, what did, Herman Colt would always say things yeah. like, well, that happens at 7, but we close at 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I miss working with that guy. Yeah, he cracked me up. <laughs> like I liked so him a funny. lot. That's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about, we're way off of hair yeah. most of the day. It's not, this is not about hair, obviously, today. But we'll talk, we'll talk a Which little bit. Which I love bit. it. Yeah, I know. I think we should talk a little bit. We've just gotten old friends together again. Yeah. So we can talk about whatever. You own a salon. I do. And tell us a little bit, of, how's that going for you? What do you love about it? What do you hate about it? Oh, okay. Well, since you have two employees right here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. why don't you just talk trash mostly about them? But well, like, what? I really don't even... I, I fucking hate employees. Well, I, say, I, I try not to even refer to them as employees, right? Right. Probably the only... Like, Ben sort of pokes at me in class and says things like, okay, boss, right away, boss, <laughs> or whatever. But, you know, I, most of the people that work there, I was, like, good friends with, like, family level like friends yeah. with before they actually worked in the salon um and our stylists are are 1099 and they, they come and go as they please and if they don't have clients they don't have to be there and everything so like i try not to keep like them too like tightly so are like they that. employees or they're 1099 when you're an assistant there like we have both we have okay. people who are hourly and then when they get on the floor we keep them like with like an hourly back for a certain amount of time and then we switch them to 1099 and then it's like they don't have actual like hours that they have to be there. Right. It's like they, they can kind of they just come, come and go and, go and with, do whatever they yeah. want. It's like they have a chair available to them. They they set their books yeah. like the days that they so they're take independent. Clients. So they're renters. Yeah. Well, they're not renters. It's still like a, it's still a commission model, but it's sort of mixing like the best of like those both worlds. So we provide oh, every, we provide everything, right? So we provide the color, the booking, the uh, assisting, um, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's like you set your own hours. You can adjust your pricing you can take as much time off as you want you don't have to tell me if you're going to block out the right. time or anything like that so we wanted to like mix those two things together to give them people as much independence and freedom as they want especially because now 
I mean, we, we own the salon. We've got 16 people there now. And it's sort of like been people who start working at the salon really because of maybe like my like social media following at first and then the coaching that we give them, they've amassed these huge followings on social. So one of the biggest like hurdles in the beginning to get over when I was like trying to make it more W2 and you get to like kind of do what I want you to do is that they're all being approached by so many different brands and they have so many different creative ideas of their right. own and everything that when I was doing that, it sort of stifled them, I feel like. Like for instance, Kate that works at the salon, like I supply like Goldwell and a few other things like as far as like color and products for them, like Orbe, KMS, Goldwell, things like that at the salon. But Kate is sponsored by like Oligo and maybe Trust or and Trust, yeah. Like so, she's using a lot of her own things there. Amelia is on the Cosmoprof artistic team still, so she's using a million different things. Yeah. Uh, Jessica really likes a few of these really independent sort of organic type brands and yeah. stuff. So I didn't want to stop them from doing that. So they have like the option of kind of doing their own thing or like using what the salon provides. So I feel like it's a good mix of both and I've like made sure with the CPA that we're like, we're doing this in a way that is legal, that we're not like treating them like W2 employees, but then, you know, 1099ing them or anything like right, that. Right, so right, right. I've heard- So they're not, they're technically not They're employees. technically independent contractors, yeah, yeah. But they're not like paying a chair rental fee. It's like the rental fee to use the chair is at 50% of what you do comes to the salon. But right. we also can, you can work your way up to 60% as okay. well. Depending on what your totals are, it'll be like 50, 55 or, or 60% commission. So awesome. But yeah, we're in Roswell, Georgia. We started off with just me, Kate and Amelia in a 120 square foot studio space in a salon loft, um, which is totally not like fire safety codes or whatever to have that many people because we had three stylists, three clients um, in one little 120 square foot space that is really only meant for one stylist and one client. Thank you. And you but, added in one more. Oh yeah, and then we added in Chelsea at the end. So we had four stylists uh, and three clients in this tiny little, tiny little space. Little studio, and yeah. We were trying to build a salon at the time. And I'm, maybe you've had similar issues with this, but I like was working on the permitting forever. Yeah. So I had the space, but it took six months to get the permits approved to like do the water and do the build out and everything, so. Well, even just for our little studio here, it took us, I mean, we, we basically, when we signed a lease basically in like April, by the time we could actually get in here, it was like October. Yeah. So I thought September. we were maybe only going to be in the studio for six months. We ended up there for almost an entire year yeah. in the studio space doing this tiny little thing. Luckily, our clients stayed and they, you know, they, they saw us in this little space and they were kind of like rooting for us, like seeing us like grow and go through all these issues. And for the people like Amelia and Kate and Chelsea, they hadn't even seen the space that I was building yet. So and they were just going on good faith that I just was like actually making this space and not just shoving them in this tiny little studio for 10 months with like no light at the end of the tunnel. Right. We finally got things finished, moved from the salon loft to our first space, which was like 1200 square feet, something like that. We went from those three people to eight. Um, we were there for like a year and a half and or maybe two years. We were there for like two yeah. years because last year, the, or the end of 2018 in September, we left that space. I was able to do a lease transfer to another salon, which was great because for maybe four or five months, I was paying for two, like, two spaces, rents, even yeah. though we weren't using one. Right. I was still having to pay for it. And we upgraded to like a 3,000 square foot space, like another salon in our area that had been a salon for like 20 years. They closed down and I just, as soon as I heard about it, I jumped on it because it was all the water was done, all the power was done. It was this huge space that was 
just really, really pretty. It's actually the oldest building in our entire city. That's what you were saying. That's uh, not in Atlanta, cool. but yeah. the oldest city in Roswell, which is like a suburb of Atlanta. Actually. I love Roswell. Yeah, I love it out there too. Yeah. It's definitely, I, I preferred living out there to when I lived in the city now. Um, but super cool, exposed brick and all this stuff. It's like, you really didn't have to do anything to decorate. I just put the stations in and right. the building itself, kind of like the space that you guys have here, it just is so um, rustic yeah. that it like, <laughs> it has like its own look and you can just like exist in it and it's cool. Exactly. Well, you know, from a business standpoint, especially this, and I put this out to any hairdresser I've ever talked to, it's like the best thing to be able to do is when you're wanting to open a salon or move a salon, take over a pre-existing space oh, for as sure. much as you possibly oh, yeah. can. And it, it, I mean, I've built out three brand new salons and it's expensive. Oh, it's super. The first one that we did was crazy expensive. And I told you how much it was and you were like, oh, that's baby food. That's not. <laughs> it's food. like, yeah, exactly. Because the bigger you get, the cost just like doubles and triples. And all of a sudden you're spending, I mean, I know people have spent like four or $500,000 on salons. And yeah. it's like, and then you're working 20 years before you're really making any money. Right. You, you don't make any money. You know, some, some of the best advice I ever got was uh, uh, from Robert, who said, never fear the rent, fear the build out. What did you just say? You know. <laughs> From Robert Cromines? Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, Robert once told me that never fear the rent, fear the build out. Oh, yeah, for so sure. So if you can get somebody else to pay for your build out, you're, you're stuck. The rent could be 20000 a month, but as, as soon as you start, you know, making money off of it, you know, as long as the build out's already there, such as, you know, taking over a place that, that is already built out, you're stuck. That way you, you don't have to pay for any of the depreciation. Oh, yeah. We've been lucky enough to not have any loans or anything like that. I did have yeah. a business partner, though. I was like a 50-50 partner, somebody who helped put up the money. Like that was, In the I, beginning. Yeah, like I matched them to put up the money to, to build the first space. And just last month, I bought bought out their, their percentage, and now we, ha we own the salon outright. So that was like a really monumentous that's thing huge. for us yeah, to not huge. have this like – someone who didn't do hair that, you know, we didn't even like really have a relationship with anymore. Um, that was sort of like looming over us, yeah. but we were able to, to buy them out and still not have to take out any loans, which is, which has felt great. So we're not like paying some payment on top of the rent on top of like paying interest on a loan or something. But right. yeah. we're, it's weird. Like maybe you guys can tell me like what this is, like what to do about this. We were just talking about it yesterday that there's no real end game. I feel like because we bring on these assistants we train them. They get ready for the floor. They get to the floor. We got to bring on a new assistant, and it just keeps on growing, keeps on getting bigger, keeps on getting bigger. Exactly. So I'm thinking about we got 3,000 square feet right now. We've been, gone from eight to like 16 people, and we're about to run out of room, like as far as how the building is set up, right? Like we can only fit so many chairs in and have like the color bar and other things that we need, the front desk, and even the water. It's like we don't have like we right. can't even add new wash bowls or anything or add more wash bowls. So I'm like, Maybe we will have to take out a loan to, to expand just to be able to accommodate. But we actually saw, Ben told me about another salon that, that um, has just become available in the city that maybe we're going to take a look at uh, even on the way home from the airport when we leave here. But I don't know, looking for some advice from you guys about well, what to do. I mean, I've run into that situation twice. Yeah. Um, the first time, it's like we had our salon, it was about 1,200 square feet, and then we, ex we grew that until we had... I think we had 12 stylists in that space. It was like maxed out. Oh, yeah, you're Which really then, packing in. Then we 12. were like, okay, we need to find another location. That's when I also let my ego get in the way. Because I was telling you about this yesterday. It's kind of like, okay, open a second location. I'm going to do it 
in St. Paul. So from Minneapolis to St. Paul, it's a seven mile difference. It was too big. So what I, too big of a dis distance between, but I opened up the second location and it took a couple of years to get it going because even though we're seven miles apart, nobody knew who we were. So we thought we had built a really great brand being so packed, so full. Then we opened another and it was su such a large distance. Um, it was really, really hard, but it did grow. And then we like built it again and then we had to go build another. So it's it just always, like, yeah, it just keeps going. It just like keeps that. going, keeps going, keeps going. But there will be times, and I hate to say it, well, hopefully not for you. I don't wish it upon you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where all the of a sudden, but realistically, there will come a time when people will start to leave. And sometimes it happens in like rushes, you know? And droves, yeah. And groves and droves, and they like start taking off. But I got the best advice I ever got was from Van Michael. And. And from now on, I will always look at it because we were talking about the same thing of opening a second, opening a third location. And he was like, here's the thing. Make sure that your first location is solid. Take some of your senior people from your, that location and move them to your next location. But make this sure the next location is just on the edge of where majority of your clients are coming from so that your clients won't not go there. Yeah. So to them, it's an easy transfer for those customers to go from station one to station two. And so if you look at all of Van's salons, they're all like three miles apart. Yeah, now that there's yeah. so many of them, they're, they're, <laughs> they're all half mile apart. Yeah, yeah like so but, that's a, but that, that was all done by design. Yeah. He, like, he built it all that in well, that in way. Our, our city, like Van, has, their salon just has a reputation. Just the name alone will, is, will bring in people. But like he used to have there. only one salon. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. He's one of the only people in the city that has been able to do, him and Bob Steele, really, yeah. are the only two that I, I feel like have been able to do these multiple locations where they've grown and kept them open. And keep know? going. Yeah. Like exactly. a lot of people, like, they had three or four, and we were talking about now they're down to one. Yep. They're, like, condensing down to one again. And ours, it's a funny thing, because we, we talk about the distance. And I think because of this, rather than it just being word of mouth or like advertising or like relying on the area to bring in clients from the area, like we're in Roswell, I'd probably say maybe 5% of our clients live in Roswell. The majority of them are like commuting to the salon. Like we have people from Atlanta, people from way, way north of the city, Not all the way now. like into the mountains. And then we have people from all the surrounding states that are, that are coming in. Like just last week, I think I had somebody from Tennessee. I had someone from Kentucky come. We had someone from Illinois that was in the salon that was like there to get their hair done in the salon. The one girl, she they drove yeah. from Kentucky <laughs> for their haircut, and I was like, "Why did you do that?" Ryan, you should probably go drive down to get a haircut. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> we do beard. And a beard <laughs> we do beard blows. <laughs> 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 It's a whole new uh, thing. It's a new craze. We're opening a blow dry bar. Just for beards. Only beards. It's called Just Beards. <laughs> <laughs> just Beards. So where are we, where are we at, Stephen? Where are we at time wise? Um, we're at forty nine minutes. We were starting recording though. Well, early, we we, we started recording a little earlier than we had you got fifteen on here. minutes before you. Yeah. Okay. So we we're at about thirty minutes or so. Yeah. So we should, we should probably we should probably ask them our our uh, favorite last question. We probably could. What's that? Uh, <laughs> no, I let Ryan ask this because he's so much better at it than I am. Sure. Um, so, stuck on a deserted island, you three, stuck on a deserted island, top five 
bands that you'd like to have at least one of their albums. Okay. You want to start, Ben? We'll go. Are we get, doing five? Yeah, you each gotta choose five. Yeah, you each gotta choose five. Do we choose the album or choose the band? The band. Okay. You can choose. Uh, you can do both. If you have it, you can do both. But you can also say. Well, we already know Ben's one. Yeah, Nirvana's one. Nirvana in utero. We already yeah. know that one. <laughs> Spotify doesn't to... count as an album. <laughs> I just want to have Apple Music. <laughs> what do you mean an album? What is that? <laughs> you gotta get a. You gotta get an LP. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do have like a very wide um, variety of things that I like because I started in that world, but then I kind of moved, you know, a lot of directions. I went down like a punk direction, and then sort of went through that like 2000s emo-y type thing and then got into like folksy type stuff and so and I've always loved a boy band too yeah he's so. like surprised like likes <laughs> like pop music and everything too right yeah it's difficult to say really well come Turn on about, pop you got you <laughs> that come to mind just a few um I love this uh band called Pine Grove right now oh yeah um they're sort of like indie pop sort of stuff uh from New Jersey Cool. refer to my thing here um i like um i love brandy carlisle we've been talking about her yeah, a little bit she, she was, was just here, here. Yeah, yeah i like her yeah um i love jimmy world they just did a tiny disc that was fun um i love mm, how many is that three you got two more jeez <laughs> well i think he's got one more because we know nirvana oh yeah nirvana yeah, yeah that that doesn't count um, and who else? We're in Minnesota. I love also the replacements. Nice. Okay. Well, you said that because you're in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, I Chelsea? I do love them. Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I have to say I want Dolly's Greatest Hits. Um, I want Led Zeppelin. Uh, any of them, actually. It doesn't really matter. Uh, okay. Any of the Led Zeppelins. Any of the Zeppelins. Um, Loretta Lynn and oh gosh, Queen. I'm gonna add a, a British band in there just for because my fiance. Uh, we're gonna go with Oasis, the B side album, which is probably one of my favorites. Oasis, oh, I love you. I, I was I, gonna I, say, I, wait, I knew that yeah. Ryan was gonna be excited about this one. <laughs> B side, it's so good. Yeah, actually, A side, B side. You know, uh, BDI, <laughs> I Fly Birds, doesn't matter. I mean, the Beatles are an Oasis cover band. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is Oasis like one of your favorites, Ryan? No, I hate them. Oh. <laughs> so dry. Like we have to like be, be prepared for that dryness. Oh, just oh, I'm just like shut down. Yeah. Oh, I cried. <laughs> no, me, Oasis is the greatest rock and roll band of all time. They're pretty Dude, up there. Have you, I'm sure you have if you love them, but have you seen that documentary that they uh, oh, came yeah, out a couple yeah. years ago? So good. Just I could probably recite the entire 90 minutes. Really? It's just, yeah. He probably could. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake. Too. All right. So, I mean, I feel like I know because I, I, I basically listen to the same stuff that I like, always listen to. There's, one, there's something that they are not a new band necessarily, but that I've, like, in the last – year and a half I've started listening to a lot I've started listening to this group called the Mountain Goats oh yeah the Mountain Goats are awesome I like love every single album that they put out like I could just listen to the whole discography all the way through just 
really good storytelling and like lyrically like so so good and each album is almost a different style of music like album mm-hmm. to album I, I thought that was like really cool so I, I was super into that it's funny a lot of the things that I listen to are sort of like the music feels happy but the lyrics are really not happy you know and the Mountain Ghosts are, are great with that another group that is kind of like that is a group called Saves the Day that I've listened to since I was in like fifth grade or something I just really really love all their stuff um Probably the Get Up Kids. I really like a lot of the Get Up Kids stuff as well. Um, especially that, that Holiday album, I really like that. I, I still listen to these like on repeat. Like they're kind of my go-to albums when I get in the car. Uh, I was going to say uh, Bleed America from Jimmy World. I like that whole album a lot. I could really never get tired of listening to it. So good. Yeah, super good. And then, um, you know, I just for like maybe like a little, something a little bit heavier... I really lo- love Coheed and Cambria, too. Like, a lot of their stuff, I can just continue listening to. Everything's super epic, super, like, awesome. punchy and, 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 like, almost, like, um, medieval-sounding. Mm-hmm. I also love that the, the singer put out a graphic novel that went hand-in-hand with that, um, with, like, one of their albums. So, like, each, like, song is, like, a different part of the graphic novel. And I'm super into comic books and, and that kind of stuff, so that, like, bound me to that band a little bit, too. And because of... Social media, I put one of their songs in the background of a video, and I, this hairdresser that followed me goes, oh, that's my brother's band. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean it's your brother's band? And then she sends me a picture of her and Claudio Sanchez, the singer of that band, like, at her wedding. And he has this huge, like, massive, like, crazy curly hair that is always, like, blonde on the ends. And I'm like, you do, her, you do his color or whatever? Like, that's so cool. So, yeah, I, I think those are, would be good. Mountain Goats, Saves the Day, Get Up Kids, Jimmy World, Coheed and Cambria. Awesome. Hey, Ryan, I've got a question for you. Ready? What's your favorite yeah. karaoke song? Oh, yeah. Your go-to. I fucking hate karaoke. I, I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think that... I think <laughs> but you got to have friends, a favorite karaoke don't... song. Come on. To no, friends don't do? let... Freaking thing, man. We've done karaoke there, not, in almost every there, city. There's not, enough, there's not enough booze in, in this country <laughs> to make me think karaoke. Oh, <laughs> We do. We each, we However, do. there is a video. There is a video that Travis took of me and DJ singing Wonderwall and then Paradise City. Ooh, okay, that, Wonder see, Wall. that would be good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. And it is on YouTube. It is on YouTube. And, and we he was actually like literally sure. singing it to me. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, it's always like I feel like going to do karaoke. It's like in between time. So, like Ben was saying, we do, we've done karaoke in almost every single city. Probably every city we've taught class, we, like, seek out karaoke to go do it. Probably because we've been in bands before, like, even before doing hair, I was in, doing, like, musical theater, and then I was doing stand-up comedy, or anything to be on stage and be in front of people. You know, Ben's, like, still in bands, still singing. So we, like, I don't have the opportunity to do that. I'm, like, not in any bands. I don't play any instruments, and I, like, am only a good enough singer to do karaoke. Right. To not like actually be recorded and listened to, so we jump at the chance to do this karaoke, and when in between karaoke sessions, I can never think of different songs to do. I always think of a million in between, but once you go up, I can never think of. It's one terrifying to do. every time I go up. But there, Wonderwall I get, would like, be a good one, one, I think. Wonderwall I have a Spotify playlist of karaoke songs, yeah, so I add to it all the time. And then you like <laughs> go home and practice them. Ben and I have been doing a it's duet. It's good to just know because you do forget like in the moment. Yeah. We've been doing I'll Be by Edwin McCain together every single time that we do it. And it's been pretty awesome. That's we, what you guys did last night. Yeah, we did it last, literally last night. And you were saying that we got the I would, would rather have a colonoscopy. <laughs> I would rather have a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going. 
All right. So, Brian, what you're saying is next time we hang out, you, me, and my other my other uh, favorite karaoke guy, Hector, we're going to go and have oh, a yeah. really great time. For sure. Going karaokeing yeah. with these guys. He's like, absolutely not. No, I, I'm incredibly awkward. Just oh, no, we all way. are. Actually, Hector and I have never, ever sang at karaoke. We just usually go and watch everybody else. Wait, and then, what, didn't you say that you had a song that you Yeah, did? we have a song. We've done, you never, haven't done it? We you haven't just do it together? <laughs> you just don't do it at karaoke? Yeah. <laughs> just you guys doing it in the car together or something? Exactly. What is the song again? What did you say? It well, was? well, my, my personal song is Like a Virgin. Oh, yes, Like a Virgin. Like a Virgin. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> the baritone <laughs> Like a Virgin. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you can hear it. Yeah, like and so. the, <laughs> Hector's my song is Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> That's so funny. Like a, like a tan and, uh, and ivory. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, off yeah. White, not white and ivory. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh. All right. Well, I well want to, do you guys want to tell us how, pe- how can our listeners uh, find, find you us? guys? So we'll be all over the country all year teaching class if you are... If you want to find out if we're going to be in your city, you can um, go to my social media. You can go to Arsalan's social media or Ben and Chelsea's social media. You can find me on Instagram at Jacob H. Khan. That's J-A-C-O-B-H-K-H-A-N. Got yeah, spelled right. Yeah, my, my last name is often spelled incorrectly, but the H comes first like, a, like Genghis Khan or if you're a Star Trek fan, like Khan. You know, just like Khan. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can also... Soon, uh, start launching March 1st, we have subscription-based online education at fancyhairdressers.com that um, you can become a member of the Fancy Hairdresser community, which is going to give you access to our classes before everybody else. It gives you pro rates on scissors. Um, it gives you access to our entire video library and much, much more. You can uh, see Chelsea at Chelsea Morgan, which is spelled C-H-E-A-L-S-E Morgan on Instagram. And an easy one to remember, Ben White, which is Ben White Does Hair on Instagram. Um, but yeah, we post all of our classes and everything all the time. You can also catch me on tour with Goldwell this year in a bunch of different cities. I think I'll be in New Jersey, Nashville, Miami, um, Connecticut. San Francisco. And, well, not with, not with Goldwell, oh, I don't sorry, think, right? right. Um, but yeah, but for us, you'll see us in, in San Francisco. You'll see us in San Diego. Utah. Utah, uh, which is a city called Orem, which is right outside of Salt Lake. I love it there. It's gorgeous, and we always have such a good crowd there. But yeah, you can just keep checking back on, on our social. I always suggest people turn on post notifications so you know exactly when we post about a class and become a member of FancyHairdressers.com, and you'll know about everything before everybody else. So awesome. Hey, Jake, when you, uh, when you come out to Nashville, let me know. I'll come down and, I'll come down and see you. For sure, I would love that. We'll be we'll be there yeah. for like two days, and then we fly out immediately. Ben and I will be flying to New York afterwards for a class, but we'll probably we'll be there at least the day before, having a little bit of free time. So I'd I'd love to see you. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Let's when do you that. when you're there, let me know too. Let me know when it is. I'll and, try to come down. You know, I've actually had some passive conversation with Hector as well about coming and teaching a dry haircutting class at the salon. So maybe we could coordinate something where you guys come out when Hector is there. Yeah, that would be awesome. And they do karaoke at the claremont lounge oh perfect <laughs> so we can just like we can take go care of full circle here we can week, go to the claremont you know? we can do karaoke and hair all at the same time yes it'd be wonderful we can do we can do we'll use all the claremont lounge dancers as our models for whatever we do <laughs> we have to wear gloves make sure you wear gloves always <laughs> hey are you, are you gonna be at a, are you gonna be in new york the ibs <clears throat> I, I won't be at ibs i'm actually not really at any trade shows again this year the last okay. like, three years i was kind of at all of them but um because uh, 
we were doing stuff with Cosmoprof, and we've kind of, not that we had, we had a great experience there. I mean, I, I loved every second of it, but we've just decided to be a little bit more independent. And then the stuff that we're doing for companies is going to be mostly Goldwell, KMS, and Orbay. And they are doing kind of smaller, um, like, workshop-type stuff. It's right. a little bit more focused sure. on education um, with less, like, sales, which I love that. It's going to yeah. be it's going to be great, I think. Well, and here, here in Minnesota, doing an independent one with the beauty certified yeah, so education. We're here. That's why we're out in Minnesota. Is where um, Stephen has something that I think is amazing. That is like bringing all these Minnesota hairdressers together to, like, actually give them the hours that they need to get their licenses and everything. But with real education and not just like some online course that you press play and then leave the room and then you like have this exactly. like, certification. So I, I love that. <laughs> it actually makes like we always like have talked about that with. Um, like getting your continuing education hours, like what we have to do when you just watch a webinar or whatever, it doesn't actually seem like yeah. it's teaching you anything. Do you guys have continuing education in Georgia? You yeah, do. we do. We have to get like a few hours every time you we pay have to like thirty-five dollars to click through this dumb thing on their website. Awesome. I, we, maybe we'll set up and have this be part of it. No. That would be. I, I don't know. If we could bring it to to Georgia, that yeah. would be great. We, that we can, would be. We'll definitely like host you guys or help find a space. We'd love to have that out there to make it actually beneficial to get your continuing education. Exactly. And not just give the state a little bit of money to, right. to click through a slideshow. So Yeah. Well, we can make a slideshow for you too, if you okay. like. Yeah. Maybe, but... <laughs> I don't like change. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Ryan, I'm so glad you can make it and join us. He, he gave a thumbs up. Me too. <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome having you here. And... Thank you guys so much, and I'm looking forward to the education you're going to be yeah, doing thanks today. Thanks so much yeah, thank for running us around yes. yesterday. We've had such a good time. Oh, so yeah. We went, oh, these guys went <laughs> ice fishing? We went ice fishing. Wow. We Sledding. sled. We ice, skate. ice skated. We had a snowball fight. Saw a bowling. waterfall, went bowling. Oh, we saw, saw a frozen, frozen waterfall, waterfall <laughs> which was incredible. So we basically I want to go to that present waterfall. You gotta awesome. come, we got to get you up here, Ryan, and get you to Minnesota, yeah. and then we can do so much cool shit. It's pretty yeah. good. In yeah. only one day, we basically like we jammed every. We didn't go dog up. sledding. Yeah, yeah, that was the only thing. Tonight. We did see a dog and a sled, but we didn't go dog sledding. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for thank this, you. and Thanks talk again. to you soon. Yep. See you guys. See you.